Sunday morning, you know where to find us. Here we are again, Breakfast of Champions with Brandon Mendes and Matt Trahan. Super excited to get back together again today with you, Brandon. Getting ready to close out season three. Happy Sunday. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Sunday, a little brisk. Oh, yeah. A little brisk out there, but uh, I'm all right. Thanks. How you doing? I, you know what? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. You know, I got up about 730, you know, caught up on a little, uh, caught up on a little bit of Sports Center. I thought that, you know, maybe... Maybe that Celtics play might have been the number one. It happened to not be, but that's okay. You know, catching up on a little sports and uh, getting a you know early start on a Sunday morning. So nice. Look at you. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, listen. I'm reading from your good book. You know, so far you you haven't you haven't done me wrong yet. So I'm reading from your book. Oh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know what chapter <laughs> you want to get to. But, you know. No, I'm reading. I'm reading the good book, not the other book. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Uh, not the old testament the new no testament. no the new one yeah you got the new one that's right that's right <laughs> so yeah. listen before we begin we always like to give thanks you know love to give thanks to our season three supporter gold athletics and matt ross for taking care of us in season three uh it is quickly coming to a, a quick wrap in season three it goes quick doesn't it and uh and the and our other uh our other good friend yes gold athletics uh, if you're looking, if you are looking for some quality gear or if you need a guy, a guy to take care of you, look no further. Catman, Catman Sports on Route 6 in Fairhaven. He's the guy. Check him out. I was just there this week. You know, I was it? Oh, perfect. Now, you know, I placed an order two weeks ago. Order came through. You know what I mean? Price was right. Gear looks fantastic. You know, guy even, guy even wheeled it out to my car for me. You know what listen, I mean? He's listen, the guy. He's the guy. He is the guy, and I will say this: he never fails. He's never, it never done me wrong. Uh, always treated me right, you know. And and to be able to, you know, have a supporter like him, you can't do much better than that, you know. That's right. That's um, right. but what I will say is, is you know, we, we grew up, you know, obviously we're a little bit older, but you know, Cheers was a was a great show. Yeah. You know, you watch that, and you know, you, you get that kind of. You know, oh yeah, you know, you know, you would love to have a place where you can go where everybody knows your name and and hang out. Catman's the spot. It's yeah. you know, it may not be in a uh, you know an establishment that you know has libation, but it's got plenty of conversation and and some good people. He's got some great people working for him. Uh, runs a hell of a business and and certainly treats the public right. So I'm still I'm still waiting to, to film a, a live episode there in Catman Studios. You know what I mean? Hey, listen, see, season four could bring some big things, Coach. Don't count. Don't count it out. Don't count it out. Well, you know we uh, you know text and talk throughout the week, and you know we got a lot of hot topics to talk about. But before we do that, I mean, you saw me eat my breakfast because I was you know I was double double duty in here today. But uh, what'd you have? Uh, you know, I uh, real simple. I know last week I told you about. You want a sandwich and using the cheesy bread and all that good stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, this week we just went chorico patty, slice of cheese, fried egg, slice of cheese, a little hot sauce and pepper on top. There you go. Real would, simple, what, real easy. What would you call that? What would you call? Because I think that you know, delicious. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. But to me, to me, something like that creation needs a name. It's like you know when you have what do you what do you call it where you put the the egg on there and it's got the hollandaise sauce. That's what eggs Benny, right? Uh, yeah, 
So that's got to be like Jose Benny. What is that? Uh, or, or, uh, or, or Manny Benny. What is, what, what is that? Uh, eggs Manny. I don't know. Eggs Manny. I, li- I like that because that does sound like an eggs Benny, but it's, it's definitely got yeah. a little port, little port zinger in there. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, how would you survive otherwise? This is true. This is true. I know we posted some stuff earlier. Listen, it's a Gaspar's Michael's. It's all, in, it's all in what you're feeling, man. It's all in what you're feeling. I'll eat it all. I, yeah, I, I, me too. Pretty loyal to Gaspar's, you know? Yeah, Gaspar's is pretty darn good. Michael's yeah. Michael's, Michael's hits the right spot as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Hey, I agree. listen, we, we love our linguisa. I also switched it up on you today. I know usually I go see my girls at Honeydew and Fairhaven, get the iced coffee. You know, they, I'm at the gym this morning. It was a, a firm five degrees when oh. I got up this morning. Oh. Yeah, yes. yeah, it was good. And uh, I'm like, yeah. Do I want iced coffee? So I go do my groceries after the gym. And I'll tell you, the merchandiser at Stop and Shop hit me today. Nice big rack of a new new brand of coffee. Well, it's not new. It's not new overall, but it's new to the area. Uh, Pete's Coffee. Yep. And uh, had a sale going. So I'm like, ah, I don't know. Go down the coffee aisle. The poor guy working at Stop and Shop this morning must thought I was nuts. I spent about 10 minutes looking at all the coffees, going back and forth, back and forth. And I finally picked up a nice, nice bag of uh, Pete's Coffee, a Sumatra blend, I'm dark, drinking, dark, dark roast. I'm drinking Sumatra right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, some, some said I, I want a hot cup of coffee at home this morning. Nice. Like at home, you know, brewed a pot while I was putting the groceries away, and uh, not, not disappointed at all. Not disappointed at all. You, I will say this though, you are a creature of habit. I know you do your yeah. grocery Sunday morning, but I'm shocked that you switched it up because you know you are a cold brew guy. You are. I, I drink iced coffee, whether it's you know whether it's yeah. cold out, but I always have a hot cup of coffee in the morning. So you can count on you can count on that. And then I like to switch it up. Which, by the way, speaking of speaking of seeing folks, one of our favorites, Steph Gagney, ran into her yeah. over at Cumberland Farms. Uh, it was great to see her. Great to catch up. Um, and uh, you know what? It's a good cup of coffee. You know, I was. I, I the reason oh, why I stopped in there was because Duncan. The line was out to South Main Street. I knew that. I knew that there was no way I was getting back home in time. Stopped in a cup. I'm not disappointed. It's a. It's a darn good cup of coffee. Outstanding. Yeah, Cumbies is always good. The price is right. Yep. And it's it's even better when you get to see a good friendly face like my. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great kid. Great special kid. kid. She definitely uh definitely represented us very well over the over oh, yeah. the years. So. Oh, absolutely. Um, on the coffee topic, and, and I'll leave it here. Um, we threw it out there this week about recommendations and and and, and folks, and you know maybe even a possible partnership, which I think could be in the works. Um, but Coach Batello referenced mm. Mike's, Mike's in Bridgewater. Now I have to tell you. Um, I have had their cold brew, uh, and you would like it. And, sure. and the interesting thing was, you know, how you said Pete's just popped up. Well, the, the Mike's has popped up in market basket. They've got all kinds of assortments, all kinds of flavors. Okay. So I picked up a two pound bag for like eight 99. I'm going to tell you, it's a tough, it's a tough cup to put down. It's yeah. you could drink a pot of coffee. It's that good. Nice. Well, that's what I'm, I'm looking at this stuff I made today going, Ooh, uh Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna drink a whole pot of this stuff before yeah. uh, before noontime. All right, you probably. know this. This is a talk show, so we'll you know we'll just talk the caffeine right out of it. Yeah, well now I'm talking now now I'm reading out of your good book. You know? Let, hey, listen, listen, only read from that one though, please. <laughs> so uh, I got to watch you eat breakfast. You yes, tell you everybody did. else what you had. 
Well, you know what? I mean, listen, I, it was, it was a little bit of a, I kind of, you know, even though I got up early, kind of ran around a little bit, you know, and, um, my wife was kind enough. Hey, listen, I'm a lucky guy. Sunday mornings, I uh, uh, like, you know, it's great. So I had some, I want to say at least three fluffy eggs, all, all a little bit of melted cheese. I went, I went easy today. I only had three slices of bacon, no sauces, nothing like that, because you know what, you know, you don't want to overdo it. I didn't want to overdo it, but it was yeah, anytime somebody's cooking for you, it always makes it better. Yeah. Always makes it better. So shout out to my, the missus. Thank you very much. Um, great way to start the day. Obviously, this is a great way to start Sunday morning. I think most of the our viewers would agree. Um, let's not keep talking about food because, you know what, I just ate, but you could make me hungry. So, <laughs> Brandon, you know, we've had a pretty productive week, um, you know, and, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about what's transpired this week, um, you know, and, and I'm fortunate enough to work with some really good people like yourself, but, you know, and on, an, on another level, being on the board of directors with the MIAA, it came to a head on Friday afternoon that all of the sports uh, with modifications were approved 22 nothing. So that's the state of Massachusetts. And, you know, what it comes down to, and we've seen it time and time again uh, over the last eight, nine, 10 months, uh, you know, they're giving folks the legs to, provide sports to their kids and they're allowing the local schools to make the decision whether or not they can do that or not. Um, you know, so, you know, it, it, what I like about it is it doesn't paint people into a corner. If you can go get it and attack it and, and make it happen, uh, then you will. And, and we've been there before. I mean, certainly, you know, we've, we've tried the winter was, um, was a cancellation, which is, you know, obviously, a you know, stake in a lot of people's hearts, but you know, uh, like anything else, Brandon, you know, you, you got to move on and, and yeah. look at the positive side. I think things are trending, you know, in my opinion, in the right direction. You know, uh, the vaccine's rolling out. I mean, we do a tremendous job at the school taking care of kids. But I think, you know, some of the stuff that, that we've done this week uh, has been instrumental in, in moving forward. One of those things, and I think you'd agree, was our coaches meeting earlier in the week. I think mm -hmm. that within any any good athletic department, and I think ours is a very good one, um, and a credit to you guys and, and, and the staff, communication in running an effective meeting is is important. So so for me, I mean, and I and, and you can you can kind of dive onto this one, but up until recently, we haven't met regularly because, you know, it's 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 difficult to do what you want to do when you don't have all the information. Right. So to, so to now have a timeline. Uh, of events and, and, and things that are going to transpire over the next couple of weeks is helpful and gives people the, you know, uh, the thoughts to plan. And, you know, again, a, a shout out to our, our, our conference, you know, there are, there are regulations and protocols in place. So. Right. Right. So yeah, I got a bunch of, this a bunch of comments going on here, but a bunch of, yeah. you know, um, before we get into our own situation, give me an inside look at what that board of directors meeting looks like without, you know, what, what yeah. you can divert. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to break down the fourth wall, but I, but I, what <laughs> I will tell you is, is that it's uh, it's a di diverse group of individuals uh, made up of principals and athletic directors. Um, and really that's the final stop for things. Yeah. Like if, you know, there's going to be a vote, it's kind of like, I guess I would equate it to like the Supreme court. So, mm. you know, a lot of things come across, but what I will say is that there's a lot of conversation around, doing the right thing and making sure that it fits and it looks right and it's good for kids. Right, so, right. you know, when you, we all get all of the documentation in advance and, and really the expectation is for you to 
read through it and and know it and understand it. And you know, when you look at the modifications for sports, I think that they're fair. I think that it, you know it, it's good for kids, and I think that in a lot of cases, it doesn't impact the game in a way that it's going to make it difficult for a coach to teach something that they traditionally wouldn't teach. Right. This is all about safety, um, mm -hmm. protocols, social distancing, all, all of those things. Now, I know that you've taken a look at the the football modifications and, and, and yeah, it is a lot of work involved in, in, you know, whether it be sanitiz sanitization, um, you know, keeping the kids distant, but I don't know that it's going to have a, t a big effect on the actual game itself. No, that was, that was my fear with football all along because uh, yeah. football is a sport you can't teach any way but the right way right people get hurt you know what i mean right um I, and and when i first saw the modifications i said this is doable it's really not that bad right. you know there's going to be some non-traditional things like you know huddles and mid-quarter mandatory timeouts and you know there's gonna be some different the sideline is right. going to be a different animal um but you, but you can digest that because everybody's yeah, doing it it's not fun. like it's being imposed on one team and the other team doesn't have to do it so it's no it's fair across the board but you know back to the inside look of of that group tremendous work tremendous yeah. you know and and, and really i remove myself um the people in there are very thoughtful very insightful and you know this has been going on for a long time you know what i mean this has been going on for the better part of, of almost a year so you know, I think that the, the, there are some schools that have an advantage because they may have turf or they may have, you know, uh, uh, you know, an alternative field. But I think for all of us, you know, and I'm hopeful that, you know, everybody gets the opportunity at this point because we've all learned from what's transpired in the last few months, right. i.e. the basketball season or the fall one season. I think that, you know, there's enough people around us that I consider, you know, friends and colleagues that are, that are good resources. So, you know, it's definitely an interesting group, Brandon. It's that, you know, yeah. and, and I've, you know, you, you always, uh, I'm always eager to learn. So I, I feel like I'm getting an education over the last year or so. Right. Which is, that's awesome. You yeah. Know, building, building relationships and being involved is huge. You know? Oh yeah. Yep. That's, that's awesome. I, I, th I just think it's nice too, you know, because, you know, like you, you know, I mean, you, you have your friends and they're, you know, they're in your general area and I have those too as well, but it's nice to see and uh, gain you know, either whether it be collaboration or friendships of people, it, or it might be in Central Mass or right. Western Mass, and and you get to you kind of get to feel like how you know how does how does this work out there, and and what it you know listen, this is a copycat world, so you know uh, you may have a good idea that that I could modify and make it work for me, you know, and and listen, it's happened to me. I've 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 done some things that have been you know taken and run with, and I'm happy to do it. Right. Right. Well, that's how that's how the world works, man. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. It's original. It's to find something you like and make it adapted to what your situation and what you can do. Right. You know, we'll be, we'll be doing that. Looking yep. ahead for us, you know. Yep. Um, you know, like you reference, you know, you, people have gone through fall one basketball. You know, right. I'm happy to have a coach on staff who's coaching basketball now. You know, yep. that will already have some idea. What you know, we right. talked about. Our, you know, the, the school coach meeting the other night, we met as a football staff after that. Nice. Um, and, you know, he had a few ideas. I said, Ooh, that, that's a, that's a great idea. We can use that or we can modify that to make it fit for our situation. Um, yep. So it would, it should be good, you know, to be able to work together and collaborate is, would be very, and especially in a situation like this, you have to, you absolutely right. have to. 
Right. It's going to be, I mean, listen, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, anything is a done deal. I you know, we still have many hurdles to jump through to even, and every school does every school has to, you know, has to do their due diligence and has to, you know, obviously outline everything, be prepared and, 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 and gain approval. Right. That's, that's ultimately where, where it comes from. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're certainly, I mean, I have to say to you, I mean, this has been a, a busy week, a, a lot of planning, a lot of, a lot of thoughts have gone into what will it look like and how will we orchestrate it? And I, you know, I feel great. I feel yeah. great. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a, you know, it, it potentially could be a ton of work, but you know, knowing knowing our staff and knowing our school, you know, we're up for a challenge. And 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 really, you know, I think that if we're going to do anything, it'll be done right and it'll be done first class. That's the only way. That's the only way we do things. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's the only way. I, you know, it starts at the top with you, and we we refuse to to not do things that way. So. Yeah, I've been um, fortunate that way for a long time. You know, what I mean, and really, you know, that's a credit to you and 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 your counterparts because you know what I I know a lot of guys and a lot of people that don't necessarily have what we have. We have a, a open, open, open relationship with, you know, good conversation and, and communication and, and really, you know, something's going on. You got to, you know, you, you just have to make the call. And, you know, you, if you, if you don't feel comfortable making the call, then, then my phone rings and, and we work, you know, I mean, all of us, I think we work in tandem and, and that's, that's, that's a bonus. I mean, that's when, when you can work with people and, and, and do things reasonably, the kids always win. Of course. And that's really what matters is making, like you said, the best experience for the kids, you know? Right. Um, you know, and I think, you, you know, he referenced earlier an, an effective meeting and good communication. I thought, you know, the time we were on Monday was outstanding. Um, you know, again, some questions came out that maybe necessarily didn't cross our minds or. Right. You know, and you and I communicate a lot odd oh, yeah. as it is. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was good to be able to hear, you know, other coaches' perspectives and, I like the 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 ability the diversity of you know shorter tenured coaches, longer tenured coaches, oh, yeah. good back and forth. Yep. Felt like that was a good back and forth, and like you said, an effective. Felt like some good things came out of that to to look forward to and move forward with. You know, right. even if you didn't have all the answers at that time, right? It's nice to be in the know of okay, this is the state, this is the school, this is where things are going. Um, start to be prepared for X, Y, and Z. Right, and I thought you know. You really had a good meeting in that regard. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody chimed in and everybody had some thoughts and, and really that's what the meeting's about. It's not about, you know, listening to one, to one guy. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I don't want to sit there and listen to myself talk, but no, heck no. But providing the information is good because you know, I mean, everybody's got a life. Everybody's got, you know, a family, kids, whatever it may be. So <clears throat> you, you need to plan ahead. I mean, this is, the most untraditional stuff that we've ever done. Right. So, so, so now it's like, okay, Hey, you're going to coach, but we're going to do all these additional things to make that happen and keep the kids safe. So I would like it to be, you know, if we get there to have the coaches do as much coaching as they typically would and allow me to do as much as I possibly can to make that as convenient as possible. Um, and that may take an additional hand or two other than myself, but you know, listen, we'll do it. You know, we've, it's never going to change. We've always been th that way and we're always going to do whatever that we can for, for our kids and, and any opposing team as well. Yeah. So, you know, I was funny, you know, I talked about, you know, I met with the football coaches after the fact, after we were off. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I alluded to that where I'm lucky that I have as many assistants as I do and it's a big program and all that good stuff. But, uh, 
I'm blessed to have those guys that are going to be able to just coach football. And I'll worry about the yep. everything else. You know what I mean? Yep. We're going to have to be vigilant about how we do things. Right. Um, but And it's going to look different. But you guys coach football, man. Let me let me yep. take care of the, the, what I got to do and yep. just go out there and coach the kids and have a great time, you know. Um, side note, it's funny, like I said, talk about the diversity of coaches and things like that. Um, there's a lesson for all you kids out there. <laughs> and I did, I noticed myself doing it the other night. Bring a notepad to every meeting you ever go to. Take notes because – so I prepped for your meeting with questions I had. Yep. Um, and I still wrote down notes of things that I had already knew or didn't know. And then I had three and a half pages on a legal pad of notes to bring up for football. Oh, yeah. And I even still walked out of there with <laughs> – you know, you know me. You've seen my whiteboard work. It's uh, oh sure, great, crazy science. I got highlights. I got arrows. I have stars. Picasso, um, Picasso. Yeah. Well, and then you take it home, or you take it back, and then you type it up, and you you, you document it after the fact. Um, and I I learned that years ago. Um, in, yeah. You know, prior career training and whatnot. But it's funny to see you know certain people. I know there's coaches on my staff who always have a notepad. Always show up to. Every meeting we have, whether we're talking football or not, with with a with a notepad or whatever, um, that's you know, good coaching right there. Well, I just think that's a very important life skill that you know sometimes gets thrown by the wayside and say, "I yeah, just roll up." Right. You're going to give me the information I need, probably in a handout. Yeah, that's not the, that's not the world that we live in anymore, though, Brandon. That might have been the case, you know, you know, a couple of years ago. But you know, I'll be honest with you, I I, I live by that. I never. I never don't have, you know, a scratch pad or, or a legal pad or whatnot. And, and, and in the times, in the times it's, you know, it, it's a, it's an impromptu meeting. You're on your phone and you're in notes, you're writing it down, you know, or emailing it to yourself. Um, but that's good. That's a good practice. And that's, that, that's great to mention to the kids because you're going to be in that situation at some point soon. And, and really, you know, it, it's a, it's a level of professionalism. It shows that, you know, you, that you're prepared and you, and you're willing to, uh, you're willing to learn. So I, I love that. Well, and, and then it leads it leads into like learning how to note take for your own self. I mean, my notes are not going to look like anyone else's. <laughs> you oh, know? no, I won't show you my notes. I'm, I'm all over the place. Because yeah, I can't read this. Topics lead, lead into, like, listen, you know, I was a doctor in another life. I got chicken scratch, you know. I just, it is what it is. It's, you know, uh, um, I, don't believe, I don't believe in that cursive penmanship. No, but, no mine is a mix mash between the both. Um, yeah. But, you know, I said I had three and a half pages of notes. You know, I, I went topic by topic. The conversation was good. I went through all my notes in like 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So you would think of that much content. But it, just yep. because the way we were able to, to communicate in the back and forth, the input from the other coaches uh, made the meeting flow smooth. So finally we got to the point that we could actually talk about football. You know what nice. I mean? Nice. Which is, I'm sure goal. most of those questions that you had have been answered already. Well, right. there were there were a few, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's it, you know, and that's the other thing too. Like, listen, I mean, you can relate it however you want. You could be the head coach, you could be the AD, you could be, I mean, whomever for that matter. It's as it's as as important to listen as it is to deliver the information. Correct. You you need to be able to listen first, and this is another point, kids. You know, don't talk over people. Listen to what they have to say. For you might learn something, but listen to what they have to say, and then from there, you know marinate on it a little bit and then come back. And, you know, honestly, uh, what I appreciate in, in some of the folks that we work with is, is the fact that like, if you ask a question and they don't have the answer, 
they're not going to tell you something that isn't true. And I, and I try to do this myself. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to find out somebody who does, and I'm going to get back to you. Give me, give me, give me a day or so, and I'll get back to you and let you know. I mean, I've done that. You, I've done that with you. You know, you've asked me a question about something, and, and it might be, you know, a real in-depth sports-related thing about football. You know, and and you know what? I I don't sit here to, and claim that I have all the answers because I don't. No, no um, does. But I know a lot of people who do. So you know, right. and that's what and that's why you you know you work collaboratively. Yeah, and you have to get comfortable being able to do that on the, on the giving and receiving end of that. You know, you have right. to know you're not always going to get an immediate answer. No, but to be able to, to delineate and and get information where it needs to go, like that's a major function of what I do every day. Yep, same. Is to take take in information and then put it where it needs to go. Um, yeah. to eat someone else or some other venture or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's a, that's definitely a skill that takes some time and, and some learning, but got to be comfortable to be able to give it and receive it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, you know, w w as far as I'm concerned, we're off to the races, fingers are crossed, uh, yeah. toes are crossed, everything's crossed. Um, you know, pretty hopeful, but we got, you know, we got a couple of big, you know, big weeks ahead and, um, you know, just got to keep planning, just got to keep planning and, and, you know, Hopefully everything you know goes well and the the, the cases continue to go down. So, right. well, you'll have my roadmap of everything that I'm doing and not doing uh, early this week because uh, <laughs> you know me, everything's going to be black and white, planned ahead and and, and very visual. So, uh, yeah. But again, that's just how I operate my 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 teams and whatnot. so. So you know, I mean, I, I can appreciate that because you know, I mean, and I think that's kind of what that meeting led into. Was that it now gives, you know, the head coaches legs to, you know, hey, these are the protocols that are going to be in place. These are the things that we're focusing on. But now you're the head coach. You you have to you have to disseminate that information to your assistants and make sure that it's being, you know, taken care of. So, um, so listen, you know, I want to give you a little sneak peek into my life. Um, and I'm I'm sitting here as a as, as a proud father, but, um, you know, talk about the boys a lot, and you know, my girl Jay, um. But the you know so typically you know she's you know in her twenties right so you know what that's like you know you sleep late on Sunday or whatnot so this morning she gets up and I'm like hey what's going on you know like you know it's it was early it was like seven thirty so you know thoroughly impressed I couldn't be couldn't be more more pleased she's out right now volunteering uh, with her friend at a coat drive at Sister Rose House in the oh, South cool. End wow. so I was like I was like you know what you know uh, I give a lot of credit to my you know to my wife. Because you know nobody's nicer than her, but yeah. um, I think Jaden's certainly following her in her footsteps. So you know, I'm not surprassed. No, not surprised. no, she, she's she. Yeah, I won't call her a kid because she's a grown adult. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, that's that's that made my day. You know, and, and I'm sure the day will continue to continue to to blossom. But that's a great way to see you know your kid get up early and give back to yeah. the community. And that's what we should all be thinking about, especially in a time like right now. You know, I mean, all of us are fortunate to have what we have, but there are a lot of people out there who who certainly could, you know, use a little, a little help and a little boost and, you know, shout out to you, Jay. That's, that's, it's, it's nice to see a young adult who I know, I, I mean, I know, I, I know Jane's a great kid. I yeah. say kid, but Jay's husband, I've known her since what? She's a little tiny, tiny girl, right? Oh yeah. Um, tyke, a little tyke. Yeah. Always been pleasant. Always been respectful. Always very kind. Um, so it's nice to see, you know, a young adult takes some responsibility and give back. That's awesome, man. Like that's yeah. super good, good stuff. Good stuff. She's leading a great example for the, for the two young cherubs, you know, who are playing <laughs> video games right now. 
but she's a great big sister. So, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, um, great way to start the day. Everything's kind of good over here. Uh, I know that we wanted to talk about something kind of interesting and, and we both have the same, the same vibe, the same feel, dude, those camera angles last night sucked in that Celtics game. My oh, God. Anytime, My. anytime the Celtics are on a national and not on with, with, with Gorman and Scal. Yeah. I cringe to begin with. I can't listen to Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Oh. And, uh, and Van, then, Gundy, Van Gundy's the worst. Van Gundy's because you know what? He's not hiding the fact that he's a Celtics hater. He hates oh, yeah. the Celtics. Oh, you yeah. know, and it's Oh yeah. He's, he didn't like him as a coach. He hates him as, a, as an announcer, but you're right. Whenever they go national, you, lo you lose the vibe. And it, even I said to my wife at one point, it was like late in the game, big, big possessions. They gave you that lousy angle. And I'm like, this is the end of the game. And that's what you're giving me. They kept giving me that sideline angle. I can't watch basketball from that angle. You know, can't even like I hate mess messing with the camera angles in video games like video game basketball. Yep, yep. Same thing. I can't play with that view. I need that overhead, see the floor. You right. Know? Ugh. Let me ask you this though. I mean, I mean, are, are we just a minority? Do people like that? Because obviously, the, you know, the NBA knows what the people want, but that's what they're giving us. You know, <sighs> that's uh, that's for some somebody who makes a lot more money than me to figure out. <laughs> I yeah. know I hate it. I don't know. I mean, I'd love to see a survey or something like that because I, I I would love to see them, you know, never do that again. I just well, I, I, wonder, I, I hate it. I wonder if it has something to do with our age because we grew up with such a focused vision of what camera angles were. Yeah. Because they didn't have the 37 swinging cables across the, the court <laughs> cameras and things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like four fixed cameras and you, you got what you got. That's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I hate it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I just look at like, you know, and, and hear me out. The other night, I, I had to shut the game off. The Celtics got blown out, right? They, they, they played awful, right? You can't pick and choose the nights that you're going to play. You know what I mean? Like they played their, they played their butts off last night to a, to a degree. You know, I think Jalen Brown's probably kicking himself in the butt with those two missed free throws. But – you know, there were a lot of there were a lot of missed shots in that game, so you can't just point to him with the free throws. Um, I would have liked to have seen Kemba knock down the shot that his patented step back, you know, fall away didn't happen. And then Tice had an honest he had an honest look at it and he jammed it into the rim. And I'm like, that yeah, wasn't meant to be, man. You had two you had two clean looks at it, and you just you couldn't make it happen. You got to shake the rust. Kemba's going to shake the rust off, man. Yep. The pass he made to Jalen Brown that got tipped around on the previous possession. Yeah. That's a clean pass. Yeah. Brown's putting that in. Lakers are banging the timeout. Game's probably over. Right. You know what I mean? You're putting the onus back on the Lakers to have to make a play. Yeah. We, we didn't get it done. You, you know, know what I mean? You know what's scary about that Lakers team? And I said it. I don't know if you'd agree. You could disagree. That's fine too. Anthony Davis is, is a beast. I love Anthony Davis. But what but my but my my thing about it is is and and people will will scream at me and say I'm wrong. Did you feel as though LeBron put his foot down at the end of that game? Because I didn't. I felt like I felt like you know they're scary because they got some people around around them that are pretty yeah. darn good. I mean, you got a couple bigs. You got you know you got Anthony who was tearing it up in the first half. Oh my god! But LeBron didn't isolate and take that game over in the end, which kind of surprised me because I feel like he's all about you know his bravado. Ah. Think about think about again. The guys what been in the league 
16, 17, 18 years. Yeah, a lot probably of time. the the longest tenured elite athlete in a, in that sport. And yep. not not I'm not saying he's better than Jordan. I'm just saying over that amount of time, nobody's been better for that long of a time. You know, you, you look right. at him to like a, a Tommy Brady with that in that regard. You know. Yeah. Um. Do you do in my mind? I'm going. He's he's keep, keeping some in the tank because when playoff time comes around, he's going to have to switch to the next gear. So, yeah. and which I know isn't a great mentality to have. No, no, absolutely not. But if you can lean on a Caruso to stick a winning shot for you, <sighs> gross. Yep. Then you know what I mean. I, I think the ego thing at this point of the season isn't a big deal for him. Yeah. Talk to me game seven of the finals. Yeah. But the conversation is different. You know what I mean? Because they'll be there. <laughs> now, here's there. a question for you. I'm going to go, <clears throat> I'm going to go conspiracy theory on you. Okay. Oh, I love it. You, you, love, you love, you love the conspiracy theory. Okay. Oh. This is just my, this is, I, I just have a gut feeling. You know what I mean? We've seen it happen before. Do you, and we locked up Tatum for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a young man. He's, you know, there's going to be another contract out there. Yeah. Could you see him in a Lakers uniform? Oh, God. Why are you talking right now? What are you talking about? Because I got a feeling, and, and we're going to point back to this. The what, What's today? The 30th, the 31st of whatever. We're going to point back to this. I'm telling you, at some point, he's going to be, a, you know, and he's still growing, but he's going to be elite. And, and I, feel, I feel like there's an affinity for those guys anyway. You're like, there's a natural, you know it. There's a natural hatred from any Boston fan. Uh, to, to the to LA, but you know you worked worked out with Kobe. He wears the purple sleeve. There's a common appreciation. Listen, I don't know, man. Like you know, for me, for me, if you are a Celtic, you have to hate the Lakers. You can't even yeah. be friendly. You know what no, I mean? Not at all. Uh, I think that he wins a championship or two here. That story changes. Right. You're gonna get someone like a Bill Russell in his ear. To, yep. to tell them how special it is to win championships in Boston and right. things like that. I, I, just look at, I look at that too, though, Brandon. You know, like I think and we may or may not have talked about this before, but like I don't know how much they're pulling in Paul Pierce and guys like that. Um, but the Celtics do a damn good job about preaching tradition. And they, I, I really think that they need to have like more of those guys around the team because they got right. a young team. They're building on something here. I mean, you know, I love me. I love me some P Rabbit. I love you know Marcus, uh, Jalen, um, Tate, all those guys. I I think if they can, like you said, if they can get Kemba, you know, and get that get that rust off them a little bit, you know, you know, any any good team that's got a three headed monster is, is is tough to beat on any given night. But right yeah. now, you know, they scored fifty eight points last night between Kemba. I mean, excuse me, between Jalen and uh, and Jason, they carried their weight. They scored almost sixty points. Yep. You need you need a third monster, right? Or you need a big, or you or need a big, which I'm uh, I'm definitely a believer of, and I can tell you right now, it is not Tristan Thompson. Oh, he's had it rough lately. Uh, he's had it rough lately. He had one point last night, coach. Yeah, he's had it rough lately. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be surpassed by the Time Lord? I hope so, because I love I me some you Time do. Lord. You know, I know you do. The, the Time Lord, the Time Lords. You know, hey, listen, he. He does things, man. He does things. He does things that I like. He's, you know, and he's, I don't know. He just, he just seems like a selfless player and he's going to go out there and go run the floor. He's going to go, go up and you can throw the ball up to him. He's going to get it. He's going to get it. You know, he'll rebound for you. He's, he's not inept. 
He's not inept offensively like some other bigs that, you know. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I put my eggs in his basket. Go get him. He's still young. Still has a lot of learning to do, but. Yeah, but he's got a lot. I think it's like you always talk about his the ceiling. I think his ceiling's way up there. I think he's. I think he could be. He could be special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, hey, I hope so. He's athletic as hell. Stick know? him. In, stick him in a, in the room with the chief for about two days, and he'll come oh, out like a different guy. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> Just make sure there's windows in that room. Yeah, oh, that's what. I, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> Oh man, uh, the room is real. Hey, Chief was all right though. Chief was hey, all right. That was a different, different time. Hey, you talk about the Celtics tradition. A guy like Parrish, or uh, you know, the Celtics lost two, two big, yeah, big, big inputs this year recently. You know, with yeah. Tommy and Casey Jones passing away. The to- you know, Tommy, <laughs> yeah. Tommy was the Celtic. You know, yeah. the quintessential Celtic Homer. You know, the u- ultimate Celtic. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's so, crazy. But I, I do like, and they've done some things like they brought back Evan Turner as an assistant coach. I think that's a huge, yeah, huge help. You know what I mean? Um, yep. Things like that. So, but I definitely agree that having some of those guys around. Yep. Pierce is his own. I love I, Paul Pierce is my one of my favorite players ever. Same here. Same um, here. I grew up with him, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, he's his own animal too. He he takes a lot of gas on on Hell ESPN yeah. or whatever. So. Yeah, but you know it's it's self-imposed. You know yeah. the thing the thing about you know I just I just laugh because you know here we are we're you know we're we're two guys you know doing our thing. Uh, you know both both were given gifts you know to gab, but it kind of cracks me up that all these guys, you know, like listen I love me some Shaq the big Shaq this I love you know the big Shamrock. What listen I love me some Shaq. You mean to tell me he's a quality announcer? <laughs> you know, Ch- Charles Bockley, Mobble Mouth. I mean, nothing, nothing, but like, I, I just laughed at these guys that given opportunities to be on national TV where their their best days were on the court, and now yeah. we have to listen to them. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, gone are the days where you know somebody went to broadcasting school or or, <laughs> or, or studied, you know, studied to be a sportscaster. Yeah. It's it's a thing of the past. Those are your, those are your play by play guys. You get one of those on a set yep. with five athletes around him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what that is. So you're gonna be fantastic, right? Oh yeah, you have to be exceptional. I mean, but you know, I would say the uh, on the other side of it, on the other sport, I think Troy Aikman does a does a great job with Joe Buck. I I think it's insightful. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. obviously he's looking at it from a from an offensive standpoint, and you know, Tony Romo does talk a lot, but same same idea. Same idea. Yeah. It's, it's you know you get an inside look. I'm not a huge Joe Buck fan. No, at all. Can't stand him. Um, but Aikman's very good. He's yep. A little dry at times, but Aikman's very oh, good. Yeah. Definitely understands the game. Does a nice job of, of analyzing. Yep. Uh, Romo was not as good this year as he was last year. Romo, you know, it's funny you say that. I I think he was off a little bit because Romo was like, you listen to him watch the game and you could like you could almost close your eyes. Right, and visualize exactly what was going on, and that's his job. That's what he's supposed right. to do. Right, and he did a hell of a job of it. But this year, I feel yeah, I feel like he's a little distracted, a little mm-hmm. distracted. Not as you know, hey, maybe he, he got a, maybe he got a big contract, and now he's mailing it in. Who knows? Is he not doing his homework as much? Is he not you know studying up before a game? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll have a chance to hear him in the Super Bowl though. Oh, there you go. There you Speaking go. Of- 
Speaking of the Super Bowl, Colton. You're welcome. You're welcome. Listen, look at look at that, huh? You know, it, it, folks, did you see that? The, the words came out of his mouth and mine at the same time. Speaking of the Super Bowl, listen, I, I have to tell you, um, I can't I couldn't be more thrilled. We were on this podcast earlier, kind of, you know, I would say maybe a season ago talking about Tommy and you know, moving on and you know, heartbreak in, in, in New England. And he's gone over there, and you cannot discredit the fact that that. Listen, that team hasn't gelled yet, in my opinion. They're not fully gelled. Right. 42? Is he 42? I think 43? So, yeah. Something like that. Taking that team to the promised land in one year. Now, people can say, oh, you know, no, you know. Listen, he's got a ton of weapons. Okay, I'll give you that. He won all those Super Bowls in New England and didn't have all the weapons. Some, year it was, some years it was strictly defensive-minded. Some years you... You signed Randy Moss for a couple of years, or you had Teddy Bruschi. There were some pieces. It was never. I don't know that. I don't know that any Patriots team had the up and down of this Bucks team. The years with Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, and it was Welker still there? Was it Adelman? Seymour. How about Seymour on defense? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking straight on the offensive side of the yeah. football. Yeah. I mean, and you had what Corey Dillon out there running around. He's had some. He's had some Very pieces. Yeah. Layers around. Yep. I mean, the year with Moss was just dumb. Yeah, that it was, was just crazy. That, right. that was. But you know, you, you, and I agree with you. He has had some years where, but there were also those years where he was eking out games and he was doing it. And it was like, if we could just get him a receiver, oh, could we just get him this? And and in this, it's like my boy got a Maserati and they gave him, you know, an extra set of keys. Right. Right. Well, you know, and and. The Patriots always, you know, especially early on, those 03, 01, 03, 04 years, the defense was what was what oh, carried them. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Those, yep. well, you mentioned Seymour, Will Fork. Like, yep. Yep. Those were some. Seau. Seau. Yeah. Uh, in his heyday. Rest in pieces, right? There. Um, but, you know, the, later on, when you get to the 07s and, you know, with the Moss and was it yep. 13, 14, something like that. Yeah. Different, just different, but it's progressed over his career too, you know. And now he's going there, and not a huge fan of Arians and the comments about. To me, there's some uh, some some sour grapes going on over there with some of the comments that have been made about, like, you know, I just let you know Tom's a, I just let Tom coach, and then Tommy coming out and saying how much this week, how much guys want to win for Arians and how great of a coach he is, and yada yada yada. That's some sour grape stuff that I don't particularly appreciate because. Uh, I don't think Belichick's is good without Brady and vice versa. I don't think they ever get to the point they're both at without each other. Right. So let sleeping dogs lie, man. You didn't get your way. So you, you shipped out of town. Good for you. I hope, I hope he wins. Yeah. Because I do, but uh, we, we don't need that kind of petty stuff either. Move on, be a professional. I, I will say this though, you know, as much as I love Tom, I feel like, you know, the the Patriot way is a way of life, right? And I think it was dictated how you're going to go about your business. The, you know, if you're a player, you are a robot. You're going to do it the Bill Belichick way. And now, you know, with, with Arians, who I think is, um, in, in my opinion, just a guy. You know, he might be a smart football. He's not Bill Belichick. He's not, he, he's not in the top 10 of the league now, in my opinion. But that being said, I think Tom's a little looser tongue than he's ever been um, because because he can be. And are we seeing the real Tom Brady now? Or, you know, because he was, let's call it what it is. He was as close to perfect in New England. 
outwardly, but outside of the game, right? Than, than anybody. Now he's you know he's having fun in the sun, and I think you know there's no there's no uh, there's no handcuffs. He's not being handcuffed into what he can say and what he can't say. Right, right. You know, so are we seeing the real Tom Brady? I don't know. I mean, not that it's terrible, but no. to your point, uh, you know, if there are spoiled grapes, you handle that outside of you know the broadcast or or the you know or, or, or your comments. Yeah, that's just some some petty stuff that I don't I don't particularly get behind. You know. No, but it's it's interesting that 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 was not the happiest marriage, you know. In the end, no. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what it is. The guy, I mean, Brady took gas for years, to not getting max extensions and taking pay cuts and stuff to bring guys in and things like that, you know. And he wanted and there was just a difference of opinions on how the business is going to be run at the end, you know. You know, you see a lot of good people over the over the over the years, Brandon, that have that have taken pay cuts to bring in other players, right. but when that's agreed upon, it's kind of a mutual agreement. Like you're going to, Hey, you're going to get me later. Right. So like, let's go win, but I'll, you'll take care of me later, like down the road and give me that max. He didn't get it. I think he got sold to build a bill of goods. I mean, I mean, I think, I think we're still paying Larry bird, you know, 30 years later. I mean, that guy took, he took like no salary and brought in McHale and the chief. And you know what I mean? Like I, there's a book about that. Like Larry just wanted to win, you know? And I think Tom's the same way. He just wanted to win. Hey, it could be worse. Bobby Rooney is still on the books for the Mets for another 10 years. So, Are you exactly. kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy how mm -hmm. they can do that. That's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Bobby Bonilla, that's a name from the past. Like, how long has he been on the books for? Oh, forever. Off the field. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Jesus. No so, kidding. Yeah, I don't know where it yeah, could always be worse. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But you know what? Back to the, you know, we talked all around the game. Let's get back to the Super Bowl. So I think it could be, I think it could be a great game. Um, you know, you know what you and you and I have both talked about, you know, you got to get after Mahomes. You you have got to get after him. You have got to make him uncomfortable. You got to pin your ears back and go get him. Um, you know, and yeah, I think that was the I think that was the Bills' downfall, quite frankly. Pin your ears back and go get him. Yeah. You gotta slow the game down a little bit. I, I think for me, the X factor of stopping the Chiefs and the, the Patriots do a good job of this when they play them. Shut down Kelsey. Take away Kelsey. Yep. And force them to do something else. Because yep. he tore the Bills to shreds. Yep. It wasn't even close. You know what I yep. mean? I think the Bills, the Bills are going to be around for a while. That's a good up and young, up and coming team. Yep. Mahomes lost in the AFC Championship game three years ago to Brady. Yeah, you know what so, I mean. You know, that's the thing. Brady knows what he's up against, but you know he's also yeah. not on the defensive side of the ball. No. So you know he's got to perform. And those receivers, we've talked about it before, need to catch the ball. Okay, <laughs> need to catch. No, there's no drops in the Super Bowl. You need to catch the ball. Um, I, I I think it could go either way. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you you know Mahomes is going to have his way because that's not the case. We saw that last uh, a week or so ago when I said to you, it's tough to beat somebody three times, and sure enough. Brady and the team found a way, and quite frankly, that first Saints matchup, they spanked the Bucks. They made oh, yeah. the Bucks look silly. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Bucks looked all right. So, you know, credit, credit to Tom. Buccaneers did a few good things. I mean, their defense played very well. They get after the quarterback. Yeah. You know, they certainly do. Um, and their linebacker, the, the young kid, yeah. what a freaking stud. He's been in the playoffs. Um but I think a, a, a huge factor for Tampa's offense is going to be Fournette and the running backs. Yeah, because Fournette played out of his mind last weekend. Yeah, he was he was a man on a mission that you haven't seen him run like that in years. Um, yeah. I think that could be huge. Again, 
Also, some of that's playing keep away, man. The less the less the Chiefs have the ball, the better off you are. Listen, you just got to convert on third down over and over and over again. You know, and, we've heard and, that story before, haven't we? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, the the funny thing is, is like you know, listen. I know what the, I know the route that the game's going. You know what I mean? It's it's about entertainment. It's high flying. It's you know, it's you want to you know see what you see. But I, you know, I I don't know if it's just you know me you know growing up and and, and being a little bit older, but. I love the Corey Dillons of the world. I love the, I, I love the mock blunts that we, you know, like, all right, Hey, you know what? Cool. It's third and three. Let me just go smash you. And I'm going to go get five yards. You know, like it was like, it was like almost like an insurance policy. Like, all right, hang on for dear life. Cause he's coming. You know, I, I love that downhill runner, angry, upset, you know, all right. You want me to get three? I'll get six. You know, yeah. look, at, look at my guy, you know, guys in the AFC South of Travis Henry, the no, you got Nick Chubb, like those are legit running backs. But does it go to prove that you need is is quarterback really that most important position in the game? Probably when you look at you know the four teams who are left and now the two teams who are left, they're all elite quarterbacks. They're all you know? elite. Yep, they're all elite. That's, so that's let me let me you know I mean you know me I'm all about the conspiracy. We already had one in the show. I give you the second one. Give me your conspiracy theory as to who the next Patriot quarterback is going to be. Uh, I hate this question. I, listen, I have to ask it because, again, we don't know, right? Nobody knows. We don't know. I can tell you right now, I hope to God it's not Stidman. No, he's out. If he was going to get his chance, that would have happened. He sucks. Right. I mean, we have to move on at some point. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you got to move on. Who's it going to be? We know. Hey, we know it's not going to be Matthew Stafford. No, he's not. No, no, which is interesting. Yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I saw a, a list this morning of names they threw out there, and I hate it. Yep. Names like Jameis Winston and, and oh. Jacoby Brissett. And, let's not go there. Let's not do that. You know, I, I, I have a secret, you know, like for like a Matt Ryan to come back, but that's a that's a move that's probably not going to happen. Nope. Um, I know they're high on the Mac Jones kid from Alabama. Are you going to draft another rookie and pop him in there? Probably not. Yeah. Does Cam stick around? Another year? Nope. I I can't honestly tell you I have a name that I would say this is the guy. If I had, I could tell you my two choices if I could pick between the two. Joe I Montana see. or Steve Young? <laughs> Joe Montana. No, I would say, I would say, Matt Ryan, local guy. I think you can. I think you can hook up with that because I think that you tie that in with the the local persona, and everybody would get behind that. But but secretly, I'd love to have Jimmy G come back. And guy, that's a very reasonable, very reasonable thing. San Francisco's not married to him. They're done. They I, I think they want to move him. And and Bill was not happy to move him in the first place. Talk about making a move to keep Tommy happy. Right. Yeah. That's why we moved him in the first place. So. Yeah, I mean, you groom a guy who's got the. I mean, listen. It, uh, Backup quarterbacks seem to be like always there. You can throw you can throw anybody in who played college and and execute a game because they because they've taken snaps before. But there's very few and far between, in my opinion, that are special. Right. And in my opinion, and it's been proven, Jimmy G, Jimmy G is not a backup quarterback at this point. He's a starter. He can he can perform at a high level. Uh, I can tell you right now, he's been on Super Super Bowl. I just you stay away from Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, God. Stay away. Harvard guy, though. Harvard guy. 
Guys yeah, well, a local guy, but you know, take your beard and go home. I'm good. I'm all set. Don't bring them. You know, Duck Dynasty called. They want they want them back. I'm good. Man, wow. Yeah. I like a strong feelings. I told you the two guys I want. If I get one of them, I'll be happy. Wow. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Matt he Ryan's. Is, good. You know, and you know what? Hey, listen. You know, he's got a little swag to him. He plays for the Dirty Birds. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the team that cannot keep a lead. Yeah. Oh, oh, zing zing! There it is. There it is. I led you right in with that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it'll be it'll, listen. Be fun to watch. It'll be you know Super Bowl's always great. Um, they are losing a ton of revenue though, aren't they? Ton of revenue. My God. You know, and and, and the coolest thing is is warm weather climate. You got the Bucks playing at home. I I hope to God that's an advantage. It's not gonna be. No. Only, it's seventy five hundred fans, and they're only first. You know, uh, healthcare workers that are being invited. Each team gets to invite ten healthcare workers or whatever. Yep. And that's who's that's who's going to be at the game. So is that a home field advantage? No. 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 But you're playing on your home field. Yeah. It's something about rolling out of bed and not traveling every day, and that's yeah. an advantage. Sure. You know, sure. You get home and see your family at the end of the at the end of practice at the end of the media session instead of sitting right. in a hotel room, you know? Right. So that, that could be the only advantage the, the crowd itself. I feel like a Super Bowl crowd. It doesn't really matter because so many of those tickets are so yeah. either outlandishly priced or designated oh, yeah. for people. Right. I'm just going with the approach of playing on that field. You've been playing on all year, oh, yeah. regardless of regardless of fans. Cause they're going to pipe in noise. They're going to pipe in all that stuff. I'm just thinking like, you like you just referenced the, the rolling out of bed and going to practice, not having to travel, not having all that, you know, that stuff that takes the weight off. And, and quite frankly, I think that's the Bruce Arians benefit because I can imagine him not going into Super Bowl with a plan of attack and having those guys have a curfew. And, you know, so this makes it a little bit easier on him. Right. Or will it be more of a distraction though? Could be, you could know? very well be. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You, you talk about revenue. I was listening to radio the other day. A uh, bunch of advertisers pulled out who typically advertise mm. um, in fear of inciting American people. Coca-Cola not advertising at the Super Bowl. How would they incite? Well, I mean, afraid of being offensive one way or the other to because we're too divided. They don't want to. Wow. Wow. So back to, it was someone else too. Big major that's corporation cool. backed out. Well, I hope I hope Doritos and Budweiser haven't because those are some of the best commercials. Always. Yeah, Always, you know. Yep, yep. Mm. They have certainly marketed the Super uh, Bowl. Frito Lay and Pepsi are owned by the same company, I think. Oh, are they? Okay. Who's who's performing? Who's performing? Oh, uh, Bruno. No, not Bruno Mars. The weekend. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. that'll be cool. It'll be time to get up and get a snack. <laughs> uh, I, I, I started to say Bruno Mars because that's really who I wanted to see because he was outstanding. What was it last year before or whatever? Oh, yeah, he's good. He I mean, he hasn't come out with anything new in a while, so you know, uh, you know. Hey, Bruno Mars. I'm looking forward to it. We might have to get some squares going. Oh, oh man, I used to run the squares for years and years. I might have to get back to that. Yeah, uh, I, I, I always get some from Charlene every year. Yeah. Anything you can, anything you can do to have fun. Which, by the way, you know, you bring up Charlene, and, and I, you know, I want to say, you know, you want to talk about an instrumental part of running a program, you know, and, and really going to be, going to be a, a a great resource to have. You know, you talk about veterans, right? We talk about Brady, been there, done that. Um, you know, accomplished yourself. You know, uh, uh, a national champion, 
mm-hmm. woman's football woman's football player uh, for a long she's had a long career, but more so, um, you know, really being being an athletic trainer for so long and seen it at multiple different levels, big schools, uh, moderate schools, you know, and 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 in a, in a small school as well. So, you know, in in times like this, she will be a var- valuable resource when we do hit the go button. Um, and I, and I think that, you know, I think that she's probably ready for that too. I mean, we all miss the kids. We all want to get back to, you know, the normal for some degree and, and let, let's face it, you know, she works closely with the kids too. So I'm sure she's missing them as well. Oh, I know she is. I know yep. she is. I told her the other night when she was on a call with us, I said, Charlene, I actually almost miss you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I say it in jest. It's fun. Listen, we don't, we don't, we don't miss the wet bulb. We don't miss the, miss the wet bulb. We don't miss the heat. We don't. Don't, those are the things we don't miss. Hey, but she's got a job to do, and she does a damn good job. You're not going to bait me into making. Nah. <laughs> you try though. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Good people. Uh, we're very fortunate to be around good people. She's one hell of a medical professional. Where we're in good hands, and we'll continue to be in good hands. Um, but we're going to lean on her. We're definitely going to lean on her. Um, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, and it's going to be. Uh, you know, again, fingers crossed, toes crossed. Let's let's cross some more hurdles, and, and then you know we can you know we can get things back to somewhat normal. I think that you know, in my opinion, Brandon, to circle back, that we're all feeling like, hey, what can we do that is kind of like what we did before? Mm-hmm. You know, what can what what is it that you can do that you haven't done in a long time? And I feel like, in my opinion, you know, activities and sports and things like that are, are the the driving force behind. You know, I I'll just reflect on my four years. I don't, I, I, high school would not have been what it was without, without those things, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that we can provide those experiences back, you know, back to our kids and, and whatnot. So. Yeah. Po- positive, positive interactions, positive yeah. physical and mental output and input every day. Yep. Routine. Uh, you said it earlier, I'm pretty sure I have it. Routine is essential yep. to me succeed. And I know it is for a lot of kids too. It is for me. I mean, I you know, it's, I would hardly call it Groundhog Day because no two days days are the same. But within within that Groundhogish day, there are things that you do on a regular basis at a certain time, repetitively, and and usually that's that that those are the most successful people that have a boom 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 boom. You know, it's it, it has to be that way. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, to. You know? you know, so yeah, it's uh, listen. You know, one step at a time, one day at a time, but we, you know, closer and closer, you know, so, so what's up for today? What's up for today? What do you got going? Uh, we may, we may have a little batting cage time coming up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Where are you doing that? Cushing it? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Hudson wasn't feeling great yesterday, a little under the weather. So he was supposed to go to Teamworks out in uh, Somerset. So we, we missed that this weekend, but you know, it'll, it'll be there again next weekend and. Man, I'll tell you one thing though. It is cold outside, yeah. uh, and we—I I was just seeing something. There's potential for some some serious weather Monday, Tuesday. Like, it, depending on how it tracks. You know, I I laugh because you know my father's retired now, so he's Mike Walkham. He's like you know he's the weather guy, um, but he was wrong last time. So he says, "Oh, it's not going to amount to anything." Well. You go to bed, you wake up. It amounted to plenty. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to get it right this time or not, but we'll see. It's going. To, it's going to change the rain on Tuesday, anyways. Yeah. No matter what happens, going to rain. I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, it, it rain and, and if it warms up to the you know almost fifty midweek next week, you'll see a lot of that snow go. So 
Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. You know, so, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. It's kind of crazy. You know, we, we do this on a weekly basis, but, but, but damn, we're coming up on the 40th episode next week, right? How? I know how, how, you know, time just goes by too fast. So, you know, we're going to be ending season three uh, next week. And and again, I think we've both agreed there will be a one week hiatus and boom, right back to season four, because, you know, again, we like a routine again. We, you know, <laughs> we, we like what we like. So we're not putting it, we're not putting it down for, for a long period of time. Um, I, I, my opinion, every season has gotten better and better. The conversation is always centered around the same thing. Uh, the kids coaching, things we love to do, um, but it's great to have wonderful supporters. It's been fantastic uh, being supported by Gold Athletics and always uh, a local supporter who is now our overall podcast supporter, Catman Sports and Fairhaven on Route 6. Uh, it, you know, Russ Caterley is the man. He is the Catman. He is the guy. You need something. You want something. Go see him. Uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, He, you'll if you, if you get a chance to talk to Russ, you feel like you have a best friend. <laughs> always. 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 Yep. Listen, this has been great. Uh, I hope you have a good day in the batting cage. That's always fun, especially in the wintertime. Get, you know, get a couple hacks in there and, you know, relax and enjoy yourself and uh, enjoy your Sunday. I, I plan on doing the same and you know, do some stuff with the, with the little guys and have some fun. And boom, we'll be right back at it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come ready tomorrow morning. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, brother. Hey, always a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. Um, you know what? This has been Breakfast of Champions, believe it or not. Season three, episode nine. We're coming up on the finale next week, folks. Join us every week, Sunday, live, 10 a.m. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you.